ladies. Gentlemen. Looks like the work of a ghost. Let's start by ruling out ghosts. Or is it the Halloween 365 podcast? We are back. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Oh, oh, no, it's okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, welcome back. Uh, as Chad said, the Halloween 365 podcast where it's horror 24-7 and Halloween 365. Damn, this mean music's hitting good. I'm liking it. It hits my soul. I don't know. Can't tell if it's too loud on your end or not. <laughs> Maybe just a smidge, Maybe but I'm digging it. Yeah, no, I'm digging it too. Well, we got an interesting show for you guys today. Uh, but before we get started, I just want to say, if you haven't already, go to our Instagram page. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, follow us everywhere you can. Go listen to us on Spotify. Go listen to us on Apple Rate us. Listen to us. Download us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and everywhere else. Do all the above. We have a goal, people. We have a goal. You know what our goal is? We're going to become one of the top Halloween podcasts in the state. That's our goal. Yeah, we want to be on the top 10 list, ladies and gentlemen. So I'll be be cool with number 10. You give us number 10, we'll take it. I mean, top 100 will be fantastic, but top 10 (laughs) is where I would like to be. I'll take that, too. Oh my god. So how you been, man? How you been? It's been a wild week. Anything it's good. It's crazy? spring now, which is just one more season closer to Halloween. That's uh, right. We're almost at the halfway mark. We're almost there. Yeah. We're getting there. Unfortunately, we have to go through summer and I'm just not a fan. I don't I know that we're going to have some listeners that enjoy summer. Mm-hmm. Uh I am not that person <laughs> i'm not that guy either um today i was watching a video where, where where a gentleman was talking about how much he hates summer and he was saying the sun should be held responsible for all cases of swamp ass oh and god yeah <laughs> i agree hold that some bitch responsible <laughs> mm-hmm. um I, I once knew a gentleman that um left a dryer sheet in the ass of his underwear so that uh he wouldn't have swamp ass oh uh, apparently even if he would get swamp ass it would keep it fresh <laughs> fresh swamp ass oh is, is he serving yeah, up him it smells like water? a like lilac Ugh. some lilac swamp ass mm-hmm. it's your flavor yeah. crystals drink up mm-hmm. oh. So, aside from the lilac swamp ass, we did ask uh, a question on our Instagram of horror movie preference. If I wanted somebody to name a horror movie that they thought that they were going to hate or not like mm-hmm. and ended up enjoying. And... That is kind of what I want to what I want to what I want to what I want to I want to what a burger I want to kick it off with that question Chad so yes if you don't mind enlighten me what movie did you not expect so, to like so we, we we talked a little bit about this in a group chat 
and uh, you you knew where I was going with this. Um, I thought when I first saw the trailer in 2012 that the movie The Cabin in the Woods would be a complete fucking disaster. I thought it was going to be trash. Uh, watched it, and I fell in love with it. As weird as that is, I fell in love with it because it was something that the, at the time I was getting sick of seeing teenage slasher movies being shoved down my throat, and I loved the twist, the spin that uh, Joss Whedon had, had put on it. And uh, I don't know. It stood out to me. It, it really did. I, I, I know you didn't like it, but it stood out to me a lot. It did. Mm, no comment? <laughs> Still hate it? It's... Uh, uh, <clears throat> I think... Um... <laughs> I, I'll give you it, this. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was, no, I was gonna, gonna say I could understand why you would not like it, and I, I could understand why a lot of people wouldn't like it because the the premise is a little far fetched. Um, but at the same time, there's there's a certain charm about it. I feel a weird charm. No, 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 no weird charm. You know what? We're not going to let this one be calm. No, no. So the cabin in the woods by its very nature is not scary. Okay. I'm not going to get into the details yet, but I'm just going to say it is not scary. As a matter of fact, in the movie, they show us the humorous side of horror. I don't want to fucking see that. Not whenever See, it's advertised advertised to be scary. No, 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 wait. No, oh, no, 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 whoa. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. By showing the humorous side of horror, mm-hmm. they simply kill the chance of any suspense or mystery in the entire movie. That's true. I, I I'll say that. That is true. They do. But I think that's the that's the point. They're wanting to poke fun at these movies because they, they understand that the narrative has become so derivative of itself. And they're like, this is stupid. Why are we splitting up? Oh, well, they're pumping hormones through the vents, causing you to think with your dick, not your mind. You know, they're, they're doing all this stuff. And it makes me feel like every horror movie, every slasher movie that came before, Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th, fucking Hatchet. We'll throw Hatchet in there, Adam Green. All these movies, right, were all part of this even evil dead we're all part of this sacrificial thing that if it didn't work out the the old ones would come up from their slumber and in the world and just so happened it ends with well spoiler alert the world ends at the end of this movie like a simple cabin in the woods slasher movie ends with the end of the world never been done before but it also is like a sequel to every slasher movie ever made that came before it. That blew my mind. It blew my mind. It did. I, I know you hate it. <laughs> uh, it's, it's different, though. But I am curious to see what your pick was. Uh, this, this has been something that even... Uh, first of all... I want to end on the note of saying that I cannot stand Cabin in the Woods. (laughs) I cannot stand It Follows for any fans out there that like that movie. I am sorry. You can 
kiss my digital ass because <laughs> that movie is horrible as well. Uh, also, I'm going to do a quick call out. Uh, Nightmare on Film Street. You're full of shit if you think that Malignant deserves any sort of <laughs> sort of fucking award. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. I'll stand by that one. Um, Nightmare, on, uh, Nightmare on Film Street. Malignant did not deserve an Oscar by any stretch of the imagination. I, no. I mean, maybe no. some horror award, uh, awards. Kevin in the Woods had more underlining tones of... I, I don't know where that Oscar thing came from in their imagination, but it was. I hope that, that it's a joke. I've not listened to the episode by then, but I hope it's it, a joke. It had to be. Had to be. Come on. Yeah. Uh, uh, Nightmare on Film Street's a podcast, uh, everybody. Yeah. And if you don't already know that, but they put that post up and blew my mind. But yes, uh, it follows. I don't need a human resource movie health class <laughs> teaching me about how. <laughs> I'm getting chased yeah. down by AIDS. Like STD. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 like I mean, follows, but yeah, no. I I, I was so just. I bought the Blu-ray. Damn it. Oh man, you went in. I went and bought it because I was like, "This is gonna be good. It looks like a classic horror movie." And then yeah. I was so mad. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, off topic. So yeah. the uh, question was. Um, horror movie that you thought that you were not going to like that you ended up really liking or enjoying or whatever the case might be. So, um, Jeremy is not with us. I did not know what his is. Um, and his, his was puppet master. Yeah. Okay. I it shocked me too. I was like puppet master. I mean, okay. But That's apparently odd. he said he could watch that movie over and over and over again. I disagree, mm. but all right, sure. I don't know. That's like watching Rose Red over and over and over again. I don't know if I could do that either. Um, so mine, this movie, a few of my friends enjoyed this movie before I ever watched it, and I did not want to watch the stupid movie uh, because I was so... <laughs> I got in this deep appreciation for George A. Romero and zombie movies and how serious that he took them most of the time. Okay. And so when this movie came out and everybody was liking it, I was almost offended because I was like, that's not what a zombie movie is supposed to be. Oh. But now, I love this fucking movie. And it is Shaun of the Dead. I'm out. No, fuck <laughs> Fuck off. No way. No way. Are you what? Are you, are you joking? Like you, you actually didn't like it at the time? I I didn't I hadn't watched it. I was judging it before I'd oh watched it. Oh my god. No fucking way. Yeah, so good. Yeah, I can't I can never I saw like the previews and shit like that and I was like, oh fuck off. No like, way. British I mean, I was like these oh, British dudes man. and this they're trying to make a mockery out of zombies. I was thinking all this shit in my head and then I finally watched it and I was like Oh, this is fantastic. <laughs> George Romero gave the movie his praise. He gave it his approval. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know that until way after, Beautiful. but I'm just saying. Like, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. That's a shocker. I didn't expect that one to be the one that you thought, because uh, we quote the movie all the damn time. 
I never would have. I know. It. See, that's I that's what happened. I finally it. watched it. I mean, and it took me a while to watch it. I didn't watch it. Yeah. Like, it was like I caught it on TV or something. I didn't. To my Man. knowledge, I did not seek this out. I didn't watch it on a DVD or anything like that. I can I can understand where you're coming from though. Um, seeing it as a parody. Yeah, because like, because at first glance the the movie does seem a little, you know, full of itself. In a, in That's why I have issues with Day of the Dead too. Um, the original yeah, Day got, of the Dead. Uh, either one, I've got the issues with uh, and Land of the Dead. I've got issues with the zombies learning to use weapons. Yeah, I don't like Land of the Dead. Like I I get what they were going for but that's i don't know yeah i never understood land i uh, didn't like diary of the dead um he was trying something new i know that whenever diary of the dead came out though you and i were pumped about diary we were, of the dead we, we got on his website waiting <laughs> I, I remember there was a contest that happened during that time frame too was there a contest Yes, and there was also a. Uh, I mean, don't get it confused with the um, the Cloverfield contest. The Cloverfield there, there, contest. There were two, but we we entered yeah. both of those contests back in yeah. the day. It's like oh seven oh eight. The Cloverfield one would have been cool because we would have got to get on the red carpet and uh, at, at the at the premiere for it. Yeah, that would have been dope. So we would have got tried. to meet uh, some some really cool, actually famous we, people. Now we, we would yeah we would have gotten to meet T.J. Miller. Than the tits because <laughs> at the time we wouldn't have even thought anything about it. No, but... no, who would have thought that TJ Miller would blow up to be such a I, I don't know, I don't want to offend anyone, but he's <laughs> he's definitely up there, you know, he's in Deadpool, so go figure. Yeah, no, um, he yeah, he's the barkeep in Deadpool, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead, man. I'm still a little rocked about the Puppet Master thing. I don't understand it. Um, so, wait. Uh, did I misunderstand the poll? Was it movies that you guys did not like when you first saw it? And then you... Because if I don't like it when I first see it, I don't keep watching the damn thing. Um, No, I think, I think Jeremy... Now, I could be wrong, too, but I was under the impression that he was saying it's movies that we initially thought sounded or looked dumb, judging from the name, trailer... Okay. Like that. Yeah. Or we were forced to watch it as I think really good. Um Yeah, then this for right. sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I still stand by my but I, I'm just I'm still confused about Puppet Master because Oh wait, do you want to know another really good one? Oh yeah, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, this is no, the second fine. time I fucking you're interrupted the puppet no, master. You're okay. you're okay. The puppet master's trash. I, <laughs> I'm I trying to ex I'm trying to expel <laughs> it from the podcast. Yeah, get get that rid of shit it. out of here. You don't need that. Anything full moon made. No. An another one that I did not think I would like and did not even want to give a try. And I know there's people that's going to hate on me for this, but just to go ahead and correct the record now, I really enjoy the movie now. And you're going to hate me, too. <laughs> it's the thing. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay. Wait. 82 or... Uh... I mean, obviously, I didn't see it when it came out, but I'm just saying, like... Y yeah, 
Yeah. Any I, version of the thing, like version. the whole premise, I knew what was supposed to happen. I knew where yeah. the setting was. I knew the actors and stuff. And I was just like, I don't Damn. see this being interesting. <laughs> the only space movies, and I know it's not technically a space movie, but it's got to do with an alien. The only movies like that that I really enjoy are um, like Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, were you ever a Star uh, Trek guy? Fifth fucking element? Fifth element? Uh, fifth no. Element Not a Star Trek. Although, fifth I will say like this. I, I, I don't want to get off topic. One of my favorite cult films ever. Fifth element. Fun fact about the fifth element. It's it's slightly uh, ripped off, I feel like, from the movie Heavy Metal. The original Heavy Metal, the animated movie. Very similar plot. Almost identical. It's very... <laughs> Don't understand it. I don't think that they actually borrowed anything that I'm aware of. But. Something I'm going to have to check out because I love that movie. Fifth Element's really good. It's in my tops. I don't know. Uh, I, I will say this, too. Uh, a, a movie that I thought that I loved, or I would love, and then I absolutely couldn't fucking stand it, uh, the original Resident Evil crushed me. Oh yeah, don't even yeah, the flip side of this fucking crush killed my soul. Killed my absolute soul. I was so pumped. So pumped. I don't know what I have the hell no happened. clue what happened. Uh we'll say creative like director's creative vision or something. Yeah. <laughs> you've directed you've directed Chad. What's the excuse? Either one or what the hell he was doing from the beginning or somebody at the studio who was given him the money said, no, we're doing it this way. That's what I feel like happened. Mm. Uh, or maybe, I mean, he put his wife in it. He puts his wife in everything. He's got to stop doing that. I, I don't really like music. Wait, 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 wait. We were Who's... talking about the fifth element. He did the fifth oh, element yeah, as well. Yeah, oh, my yeah. God, that's right. He puts his wife in everything. Didn't stop. Oh, okay. Wait, we're gonna get yeah, way go off top. No, yeah, we are. We are. Oh, no, <laughs> no. I've, I've got to stop myself because yeah, no, we. You fine. said Mila Jovovich, and then I was like, she was on a song with. Um, she was with uh, uh, with Maynard. Yeah. Uh, a couple of songs with Maynard, uh, if I'm not mistaken. No. And they put uh, they put some Perfect Circle in one of the Resident Evil movies. I can't remember which one. Mm -hmm. Oh, another good one was Constantine. Uh, if I had an applause button, yeah, Constantine. <laughs> Constantine was good. Uh, uh, he's asking he for a part two. Yeah, and he should get it, and I hope that he does. And I've heard that he will, but I, I don't, I don't know. If I've DC's smart, they will do it. Yeah, yeah. One of the only DC properties that um, I think could actually survive. Yeah, uh, the, there's a few others. Uh, but I almost went on a tangent. No, it's okay. It's okay. I I know we're we're a little off topic. We get heated about these. Things. Yeah, yeah. But, should have uh, seen our group chat earlier today. <laughs> Static Shocks is going to be a good movie. I feel like. Yeah. Anyways. Oh yeah. Well, moving right along, <laughs> we got some 
some unsolved mysteries to talk about today. I, I wish I had the uh, unsolved mysteries music queued up, but I don't. And I don't want to get dinged for copyright. So I'll just. Uh, -da 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 -da. There we go. I tried. But <laughs> dun -dun. Oh, man. Tonight on Unsolved Mysteries. A man and a woman missing. Uh, <laughs> so I, I, I have to ask. So. I'm a big fan of Unsolved Mysteries. Not, I'm not talking about the TV show. I mean, the show used to fucking scare the, the, me. As the a show child. was terrifying. Uh, I, I did watch the show. Um, mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, one thing that fascinates me, I think that's where the idea for Jeepers Creepers came from, was uh, Unsolved Mysteries. Um, there's a whole video on it. Really? Yeah. Have you never seen it? Oh, that's fascinating. That's something we could talk about. Um, why didn't we just okay I, I don't know i don't know i could totally i, could I had totally no talk fucking idea that. that this even existed yeah yeah um audience do you well, hear i they, they just sprung this <laughs> shit on me i didn't know that this was the thing yeah so uh, for those who are listening uh go go try to look up the jeepers creepers um unsolved mysteries i swear to christ it is shot by shot and this came out way before Cheapers Creepers did. It is shot by shot inspired by a true event that happened to um, a, an elderly couple that I think it was an elderly couple that were driving home from vacation. And it's fucking wild. They were. Let me see if I can pull it up. I, I would love to pull up the audio of this and just have everyone hear it. Um mm. But yeah, originally I was going to talk about DB Cooper, but damn, I I didn't know you weren't familiar so, with this. I did not have a clue. So while he's pulling that up, uh, mm. the episode we said unsolved mysteries, and what we kind of mean is not true crime unsolved mysteries. We are wanting to pull things that are within the realm of horror and Halloween and spookiness and all the things that we relish and uh, celebrate on this podcast, and so. We tried to pick out some of the ones that are um, the fine bits. I mean, because we could find a, a thousand different um, true crimes. I mean, you there's a how many podcasts are there? <laughs> That'd oh be a God, there's so <laughs> many. Exactly, and that's not what I'm not we are. Knocking so. them. I'm, I'm just you know. Uh, no, 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 absolutely not. No, I sit and watch and listen to it forever, but I'm just not the uh, not the point of this one. So we're going to we grab some special so I went ahead, tidbits. I went ahead and I put the, the link to the video in the chat. Um, I'm going to try to get the audio in here for you people as well if I can. Um, because I, I'm still just so fascinated by this story. So wait, wait, I don't uh, I don't understand. They, did they get chased by something? What happened? They, they sure did. They sure did. Um, it's a whole thing. The church, the dead body in the rags. The, the chase sequence, all of it, based on a true story, swear to God. I mean, minus the, I mean, the dude didn't get, you know, picked up and flown away or anything like that. I mean, that'd be batshit crazy if he did. Um, but the rest of it, absolutely terrifying, absolutely true. And um, I, I guess it's probably best that I let Robert Stack do the talking for me because nobody can quite narrate <laughs> it like that, man. And uh, let me let me see if I can get this pulled up here. I wonder if this thing flew at him. Well, see, this is where things get 
things get weird. Or did his tag say bee eating you? I don't think his tag said bee eating you, but I'll, I'll let Robert do the talking here. I, okay, I, okay. I, I don't want to. Oh, oh no. <laughs> there it is. Right. And it's time for Unsolved Mysteries with the Halloween 365 podcast. <laughs> uh, for those who, I can't I can't show this on YouTube, so I can't share play it with everyone, but I can play the audio. I think I can't, I won't get dinged for that. I don't know. But, no, no, uh, no, no. That's fair use. But but people, watch along. Watch along if you can. I'll even put the, the link to this video in the, our uh, podcast description. Easter Sunday, 1990. A lonely road, 12 miles outside of Coldwater, New York. <laughs> Ray and Marie Thornton set off on a leisurely drive in the country, as they did every weekend. Real quick, if anybody's ever seen the movie Basketball, um, <laughs> there, there's a, a wonderful cameo by Robert Stack where he's just relentlessly ripping the South Park guys to shreds. And, and, and just, just, yeah, I just want to put that out there. <laughs> But in just a matter of minutes, the routine Sunday outing would place this ordinary, law-abiding couple at the center of a strange and ominous mystery. We were driving south on Snow Perry Road, and uh, all of a sudden a van was just on us and passed. Look at this guy coming around us, and he sure is in a hurry. There he goes. Jeezy. Jeez. Must be in a hurry. One of the things we do when we're out driving around is we make names out of license plates. Come on. And, uh, Marie came up with the G's. He's, he's really in a hurry because the first two letters of his license plate were GZ. Mm -hmm. And it was just spontaneous, really no thought behind it. Several miles down the road, the Thorntons came across the man and the van a second time. As we approached an old schoolhouse, I saw a man behind it. And he had what appeared to be a bloody sheet. As we continued passing the school, I saw the van parked between the building and a big tank. There's the van that passed us. Where? It's right there. There was the one that passed us? Yes, I'm sure it was. It was the van that passed us. Minutes later, the van pulled up behind them again and rode their bumper for nearly two miles. I'm going to start writing this stuff down. Our game really paid off because that helped me remember the first two letters of his license plate number. But we wanted to get more, if possible. Well, he's got a white skull cap on right now, like mine. Finally, a nervous Ray Thornton turned off the highway. When he did, the van pulled to the side of the road. We decided to turn around and come back uh, see if we get a license plate number. We felt if we could get the license number, then we could turn into the police. The guy was acting very suspicious, and uh, we just felt that authorities should be notified. There he is. What is he doing? No, he's in the back of the van. He looks like he's changing. He is. He's changing plates. He was behind his van with uh, the passenger front door open. The numbers on that plate just and I saw that the passenger door was covered with blood. There's blood all over that door. What door? The passenger door. That guy has done something. He has. The Thorntons fear that something unspeakable. Okay, okay, you look like you were going to say something. I'm curious. No, no. Oh, okay. I mean, I, 
I was expecting well, I mean, a winged yeah. beast to come and grab these people. I... Oh, oh no! I mean, it's not that. It's not expedition. No, X. no, I mean... it's a dude that he murdered his ex-wife. <laughs> yeah, and... Dennis, Dennis Dupree. I cannot say his name. <laughs> Dupree. I don't. I want to say Dupree, but it's not Dupree. It's Dupree. Dupree. Anyway, the dude was sick, and he murdered his wife, and uh, th- that's the general gist of the story. Uh, but what's fascinating to me is the fact that it's absolutely, um, it's totally shot by shot, Jeepers Creepers minus the Winged Beast. Mm. It's very bizarre to me. Like And the, tu- I, and the tunnel. And the tunnel, like the the dude throwing the body down the abandoned school. Yeah, yeah, down the chute. All of that, the the license plate thing, the bumper chasing, the whole thing. It's it's very, um, it's terrifying to me. But at the same time, it's, you know, I don't know if I would put this one in an unsolved cat. It was unsolved at one point. (laughs) Well, it is not unsolved anymore. It is not unsolved now, but yeah. That's not spooky enough for me, Chad. I don't think that... It's not spooky enough for you, but did you watch the video with it? No? Maybe. Yeah, I had it playing while you were. That's the reason I was... Yeah, the video to me was creepy. I don't know. People just go watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Go check it out since we can't show you the video, everybody. But yeah, um... That was not what I wanted to pick, but yeah, I, I just figured <laughs> I would share that with everyone since it is a spooky podcast, and I just wanted to shoot from the hip on that one. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> hmm. I mean, yeah. it's 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 creepy, but if they had uh, if they had the moth, a winged <laughs> for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what was it, Betty and? Uh... Uh, the couple that the no. Mothman. Oh, uh, no, I'm thinking of uh, Chase. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking of um, dude from the abduction story, the Travis mm. guy. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. It's not yeah, Travis it's, Walton. Uh, yeah, it's you know, I mean, if I saw someone doing the things that just happened in this video, um, I'd shit my pants probably because I wouldn't pull off on the side of the road. That's for sure. Mm. I don't know why. What urged him to do that? I feel like that was an unsafe decision. He was going to uh, kick some names and take some ass. Yeah, he, he was going to get out and pull that white skull cap off and uh, go to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um. So what was your other... Oh, so anyway, I just, I just, you know, I don't have any like articles pulled up. Once again, I'm shooting from the hip. But I want to talk a little bit about one of the most crazy unsolved mysteries of all time that may or may not have been solved. Uh, I, I only say that because there's a man who on his deathbed may have uh, confessed to this. I'm going to talk to you guys a little bit about old D.B. Cooper. So, what do you know about D.B. Cooper, Justin? What, what, what do you know? Um, that he hijacked a plane claiming to have a bomb. Mm-hmm. He had a choice of multiple parachutes, but he chose the older military one after he stole all the money off the plane. Um if he jumped out where 
the FBI claims he jumped out, then he would have landed in big pine trees and broke his legs, oh, like yep. like on without a paddle. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a good movie. And um, how thanks to Expedition Unknown, Sir Josh Gates, it looks as if um, that he landed in the Nevada desert. That would be the smartest place mm. because yeah. they did not, the pilots wouldn't want a bomb to blow up near a major city. So they went out to the desert just in yeah. case. Yeah. And, and what's fascinating is the fact that he was able to hijack a Boeing 727. Uh, and mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure they were leaving C. Were they going to Seattle? Yeah. They were flying from Portland to Seattle. Um, What's funny about that is my uh, grandfather-in-law was actually working uh, for Boeing at the time that this mm. went down. Yeah, okay. I actually, I've been wanting to talk to him uh, to see if he remembers the story of when this all went down because he was working for Boeing at that point in time. So, um, and he was living in Seattle. So I want to, I want to hear his side of the story about it all. Maybe he doesn't remember, but. Uh, DB roughly, uh, you know, a lot of people call, or he went under the other alias. I think <laughs> Dan Cooper. What was that? He sounds like a NASCAR driver. Uh, here comes old DB. You can run the corner. DB. Uh, DB, apparently, th this individual is fascinating because the one thing that you pointed out is the fact that he chose uh, an older military style um, parachute. And the type mm -hmm. of parachute that he chose, you would have had to have had some form of training uh, to even be able to operate this thing. So this dude was obviously some form of ex-military. Had to be. And that parachute was less safe than the other parachute. Because the other parachute 100%. was newer. It's The only difference is, is that one was uh, military and one wasn't, and the military one was older. So he chose the less safe parachute. So that means that he had to be familiar with it, right? That's what I'm thinking. Either he it was a familiarity thing where he's like, no, this is my baby. This is my baby. I got to take this one. Or he was just stupid and grabbed whatever it See, was because he was in a rush. That's what I was thinking too because there are researchers that are like, okay, that means he had to be in the military if he grabbed the military shoot. Does not mean that in my head because no, it doesn't that could to. mean like he just didn't know which parachute to freaking grab. Yeah, I think he panicked. But here's the other thing, but we don't know. Like, he jumped out during a storm at a very high, well, not high altitude, but a relatively not safe altitude for jumping out of a plane or even, you know, jumping out of a, in a storm. But what's funny is he specifically chose, strategically chose the Boeing 727 because of this exact reason. Mm -hmm. the, the Boeing 727 has a, a ramp on it that you can, you could easily jump from that ramp. Yeah. The rear hatch ramp. Yeah. So, if he's going to strategically go through the effort to, to plot everything up to that point, he obviously probably knew the difference between the parachutes, right? Like, wouldn't you think? I mean, I would hope. Maybe. I hope. I would hope, yeah. Because um, if not, then you just mean to tell me that this guy was winging it? He was just like, you know what? I don't know how I'll get off the plane, but I'll get off. Ah. Uh, 
I mean, so I just feel like I another know. question. Yeah. Another question is: Let's say it's not like without a paddle. Oh wait, no wait. Sorry, without a paddle, uh, he lives, doesn't he? Yeah. No, the, uh, his partner lived. Uh, like yeah, his partner movie, lives, yeah, and he carries DB in the backpack. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he said, "I brought him with me." <laughs> Was that Burt Reynolds? You know, we're, yeah, we're gonna go see the world. Uh, so. Let's say that he didn't break his legs. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is his next move? Let's say he lands in Nevada desert. So, so some people claim uh, that there's actually a trucker who claimed that he picked up an individual who was soaking wet and carrying uh, a deployed parachute kind of rolled up. And uh, he picked him up from a truck stop, I believe, right? Is that correct? Yeah, that's be, that's what the story was. So, yeah, what what does he do next? Like, that, that's the good question. Like, where does he go from here? I thought that that story was disproven by Josh. Maybe. Um, I don't know. I thought that once they narrowed it down to... There was something specific. He was actually in another place than what he was saying he oh, was in. Yeah, well, they were saying that he couldn't physically walk um, from the point A to point B, which would have been, I guess, where he was supposed to have landed was near Oregon. Is that correct? That's where they or, suspect. So, like he, yeah. in the most recent episode, they went to where um which looks like it's got water now and they found pieces to an old parachute yeah like the buckles like yeah like the buckles to an old parachute and not far from there is where that kid found some of the money that DB stole and it washed up on the shore hmm. so i don't think he ended up in the desert Definitely don't I think, think he, he did. Reno. I think he did end up in uh, Oregon. Is it Oregon or is it Washington? Well, it's weird because it's. I see both. I see they say he 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 possibly jumped out between Portland and Seattle, so he could have ended up in, okay in either place. So um, around that area, if he landed in the trees, he would have been hurt. Yeah. Oh, and that's where. Yeah. They think he landed, isn't it? I've heard both. I've heard that uh, he possibly landed in the trees, cut himself down, at which he broke his ankles or his legs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Which, so the theory is that that you were talking about before I interrupted you was that mm-hmm. DB got to live a full life. Yeah, I mean, you know, there is a gentleman. I, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Um, I wish I would have had more of that prepared. Um there was an individual who on his deathbed claimed to have been D.B. Cooper. He said, I was D.B. Cooper. I did it. Um, the, the gentleman was had an extensive, extensive KGB and military, U.S. military background, um, which kind of lines up with a lot of stuff. And he was a professional jumper. He had uh, multiple airborne division jumps in, in his records. Um, 
So, I mean, maybe, maybe mm. could have been him. Yeah. But, you know, like, why would you admit to that on your deathbed if it wasn't you? You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't seem like there's anything to gain out of that. You're dead. There's no fame, really. It, even if you do get fame from it, what good's it doing you? You know, you're gone. Um, I don't know. What do you so, think? if, I mean, I don't know if I... I swear that on whenever I, I watched the episode that the, that Josh found some way to disprove that it was not him, that dude. But if it was, then this dude um, got to have a full life, a family, live out his career, spend the money. Yeah. Man. I wonder what he did with it. How much was it? Um, at the time, it was like, I want to say, was it 75000 Let me find out. I thought it was like a, a pretty low amount, relatively speaking, but, um, in today's it time, in, it, it would be in the millions in today's time for sure. Uh, da, 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 da. I do see that originally they offered a $5,000 reward for anybody that found him. Um, oh, okay. Here we go. Um, $200,000. At the time, it was $200,000. In today's money, as of 2020, it would have been over a million dollars. $1.3 million to be exact. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Homeboy would have walked away with a good chunk of money. Um, at least enough to retire for about a year in modern day. Um, hell, I don't know. I might be able to, yeah, I could retire with that. <laughs> I had to think about it. Gas is getting high, people. Um, well, he didn't get to keep it all. He didn't get to keep it all. So that's the other thing. Because obviously some of it washed up on shore. Who knows how much he even left with whenever he hit the trees. And he said, oh, motherfucker. My can, you, can you imagine the adrenaline that was pumping through that man's body? My God. I don't know what to, I, I mean, I guess... He he was going hard. He had to have had like a plan. I don't. I would hope. I mean, I wouldn't be jumping out of a plane with no plan and a hopes and dreams and a parachute from World so, War II. Like, let's talk about how <laughs> shitty it would be to do all of this. Your adrenaline's pumping the entire time while she's gathering <laughs> the cash, and then the the pilots are freaking out. Everybody else is freaking out, and then like you're you're. Ready to go. You're ready to jump out. Yeah. You jump out, and then you eat shit, break your legs, and die <laughs> in the woods. <laughs> you just lay there that's, the rest of the night with your broken man, legs and, like, wolves some, and shit eating you. Oh, that's some Elden Ring pain. Like, that's what that is. That's, <laughs> he lost all of his runes. It's all over. Oh, yeah. Everywhere. It's just everywhere. Like, oh, I feel so bad for the guy. Um, but there's a slim part of me. I don't know what his motives were. I don't know why he did it. Don't know who he was. He could have been a horrible person. But there's a part of me that deep down wants to think of this man as, a, as an American hero. <laughs> and mm. I want to pull for him. I, I want him to have made it. Just because yeah. he's the legend that we live for kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Agreed. So, I, as a matter of fact, there's even a, a festival that they have. There is. Uh, I would love to go to that. The D.B. Cooper Festival. It'd be fun. Um, for those of you out there wanting to know why we are talking about D.B. Cooper, how could he be part of our spooky or Halloween or horror unsolved mysteries? Because the man just disappeared like he didn't exist. 
He did. No body. No nothing. Nothing. Except for the little kid on the beach. And even that's not even directly linked. Like, there's no... No. I mean, there's theories. But we could talk about theories all day long, but we don't know for sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, that could be a whole episode, which... Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah. Easily I, done. I, I didn't um, mean to take up all, all the time talking about that, so I'll, I'll stop. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. I've got... Actually, it works out because I've got a couple of quick ones. Oh, okay, uh, cool, cool. So I'm going to rapid fire you give me your opinion everybody out there give it a listen uh but this one struck my interest was the case of septic tank sam so you mentioned this one <laughs> i need to know yeah what the hell is going on <laughs> like what is this i think i know but i'm not so, sure uh in a, a small town in canada a couple tried to find a pump for their septic tank, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, when they opened the tank, they discovered a badly decomposed body of a man. Damn. The man had been, had been mutilated and tortured and likely tied to a bed based on markings. And eventually, he was shot before dumping into the septic tank. Hmm. So, I just want to say, it had to have been something, uh, you know, relatively recent when they were cracking that septic system open, correct? Had to be. Uh, well, no, it definitely was. Um, it was at that point in time. 1977 was the time that this happened. Uh, but mm-hmm. since then, his body, his unmarked grave, because there's an unmarked grave they had mm-hmm. buried him because they didn't know who it was, has been exhumed twice since 1977. Yeah, because they're doing facial reconstructions and sending and doing um, his. They're having dentists go over his dental to see if it matches anything, but they still have no records, no clue who this dude is. So this guy just kind of literally came out of the shitworks. Like he just was there, just from nowhere, just That's... completely. Hmm. That is weird. Somebody hated him enough to torture him while he's tied to a bed, we're assuming, and then shoot him in the head and then dump him in a septic tank. That's rough. I'm just kind of yeah. curious. I don't know. No, like, that, uh, that's got that's I wonder if it's scratcher. If it could be like uh, somebody that lives off the grid that never, you know what I mean? Like, uh, Oh, you're saying he was somebody that lived off the grid, or I, I'm, I, this is just me pondering. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, if they didn't have a record of him of any sort, yeah, yeah, no social. How did he not <laughs> have? Yeah, did he never go to the dentist? I don't. Yeah, I don't know. That's right. Septic tank, Sam. Septic tank, Sam. Yeah, that is different. Uh, I mean, I don't know <laughs> to think about that one. I mean, that one's. A, I mean, there's a lot of. I hate to say it, but I feel like any time that a, that a child is murdered, um, they always find them in like like fucking whale whales. <laughs> they always find them in whales, or uh, they find them in uh, like like some kind of septic like system. Have you noticed that? Like that seems yeah. to be like a common trope. Mm-hmm. I've never quite figured that out. Um, maybe maybe it was an old man. 
maybe do they they don't have an age no I was well i mean it, it doesn't it doesn't say like, i would say that they probably have an estimate but uh it's not in the article that i've got here Just i was thinking kinda... maybe like somebody was hospice care and they're like fuck this old man i don't know i mean they hospice really care. went through it they did torture and then like they, they must have whoever did it i feel like i mean they obviously knew him they had some oh, sort yeah. of hate against Vendetta. him but uh, unmarked grave, never discovered out who he was, no record of this man. It's almost as if he doesn't exist. Uh, my next one that I want to discuss is the case of The Watcher. And, and I backtrack and said The Watcher because whenever I was going through these, you said, what's The Watcher? So now I have yeah, to tell I, you I'm what The Watcher the is. Watcher. Uh, most of the people out there probably already know, but in 2014, a family bought a house in New Jersey, Right. Before moving in, they began to receive letters from a guy that was calling himself the Watcher. Oh. Detailing their comings and goings. He was basically saying, I see you. And he would say the address of the house at 314. I'm going to make up an address. 314 something Boulevard. I am the Watcher. I see you come at 3 p.m. every day. I see your son following with you. I can see what room he's playing in. Is that his bedroom? Does he like it? Does he see the spirits watching him through the hallways of the manor? Ah, the watcher, no. Stuff like that. What the fuck? And these were hand-topped letters. I mean, well, not hand-topped. Hand, hand topped written. letters, yes. No, they were topped oh, letters. Oh, type, type. Oh, my yeah, <laughs> so just typed letters and uh, put uh, sent to them through the mail, and they were getting them uh, with this type of detail. And then at one point, he even goes as far as to say that the house begs for young blood. He said, my family has watched over this house. My grandfather watched over this house. My grandfather before him watched over this house. We are the watcher. Yeah, so, uh, as I said, they uh, in the letters that describe the comings and goings of the family, getting their entire schedule together, they even brought their uh, children into it, as I said. Uh, the man claimed that workers sh would soon find something in the walls of the house if they kept renovating as well. That was in another letter. They hired investigators and they set up cameras, but the man was never caught in the letters uh, of the house, so they never could trace it back to him because it was all topped uh, and it didn't come from anywhere, no specific uh, address or anything like that. No yeah. clues to give anything away. They didn't have any enemies. Um, and the family sold the house. And then since then, somebody else has moved into the house. And I don't know if they've gotten any letters. But I can say, because BuzzFeed talked about this at one point in time, uh, that there were other people on this street that claimed that they had gotten similar letters. So, um, <clears throat> I'm not trying to interrupt you or anything. I, no, I, you're good. That was. I have a very similar good. story that happened to my grandmother. Not, not my uh, my grandmother by blood, but my grandmother-in-law. Uh, it's funny. That's weird. We were talking about my grandpa-in-law, too. Um, when she moved into her uh, community, and this was here in Arizona, um, in, in a place called Sun City, kind of a retirement-like community. Uh, she started receiving very bizarre letters from... They, they, they nicknamed him Snake Man uh, because mm. he he basically sent them a letter in the mail that said, um, you don't know who I am, but I know you. I just want you to know your neighbors are snakes. 
that's why he, they called him Snake Man. But he, she kept receiving these letters, and I swear to God, she has them to this very day. I'll have to bring them on the podcast and show it. That's so funny you said that. I've never what? heard of the Watchers. Never heard of the Watchers until today. But now I'm starting to think maybe this is somehow tied to that. Because <laughs> I, I swear, man, true story. True story. I've seen the letter, held the letter. It's weird. Mm, that's weird. It, it is weird. The Watcher yeah. and the... the Snake Man, apparently. I, I wish I would have told you. I don't know. Have I not told you about that? I don't think so. And that's the first time I've heard you say it. God. I'm yeah. Okay. That's mind-blowing. Yeah. That's yep. weird. But the Watcher, yeah, that's uh, that's real. And apparently they asked the people that they owned the house before them, and they had also received letters, too. Man. Makes you think. Makes you think. What if it was like... They had to be within distance to be able to sit and watch. They had to live on the street. Fucking, what if they were living in the fucking house? Like oh, like that something. chick that was in that, in yeah. that video in in the New York apartment yeah, where she comes down and she starts down. eating the food <laughs> cereal and then just goes back up. What if Listen, what I would shit all in my underwear if, that <laughs> if I watched my security cameras the next day and I saw that I would shit. First of all, I would cover my mouth so I wouldn't let them know upstairs. I'd shit everywhere. <laughs> and then I would get a knife and just start stabbing the fucking oh, stealing. Fuck, yeah, just blood just starts fucking pouring out. It's like the, the, the that um that CM Punk movie. What was it called? The Girl on the Third Floor or whatever. Uh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's like fuck that noise. I'm not. I mean no. that. Yeah. No. Same thing. Um, freaks me out. That that's a fear of mine because I have an attic shoot that's kind of like that in this house. Yeah. Um, and every once in a while, our cats will make these crazy noises. And I'm just like, who's up there? <laughs> I'm like looking around, just thinking it's like maybe. Listen, maybe creepy, creepily enough, my dog. Uh, he's very. He likes to pay attention to, uh, like details of things and try to see pe- to wonder what it is. Like if you talk to him, he oh, sits yeah, there and stares and twists tilt. his head the, yeah. the entire time you talk to him. And so he does that with everything because he's so curious about it, and. He heard something that I did not hear and that the cat did not hear. But then he looks straight up at the ceiling. Fuck that. And starts barking. Bro. And he did this for weeks on end, dude. Oh, that's even weirder. Cat never reacted. Do you have an attic? Uh, there's a space up there, but I'm, I would space? assume it's empty. Yeah. That could uh, be something up there. Maybe a bat. So, n- it was... A fucking rat. I heard oh, okay. it whenever I was asleep yeah. one night because I shot up in the bed like, what the fuck? Still, though, because those little but bastards no. are loud. The dog. But I couldn't hear it, though. I was sitting yeah. in the same room with the dog, and he was obviously, I guess he heard just them up there, and he was like, what is that? That's weird. It still freaks me the hell out. Yeah. No, uh, yeah. I love how we both tried to come up with explanations like instantly about that. It's like, no, it's obviously this. But it's like... We didn't straight up uh, go paranormal, you know. <laughs> but, well, no. Uh, I mean, if it was anything paranormal, the only thing I've ever heard scratching in the attic was on The Exorcist, and I damn sure don't want it. Oh to be hell, no! There's fire. And, the I'd move out this fucking house. I'd leave See it you later. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, there was a video you actually sent me. Uh, this is kind of off topic. I won't talk long about it. I just want to be brief. Um, there was a nanny cam video. 
that Travel Channel had posted up. Oh, I just posted it on the yeah, oh. shared it on. <laughs> now that video is fucked. Like I, I've watched that like several times over, and I'm like, I still can't figure it out. Like I'm still yeah. looking at it. Like what is this? Like what yeah. the fuck is this thing? So paranormal caught on camera, everybody. I've said several times before to go watch this, but it, they don't. I've the past few episodes I've seen, they don't even have scary stuff on there. I don't know if everybody just stopped filming or what. Anyways, uh, this is that this video is one of the last scary ones that they did, and I was watching a mediocre episode. I was like, oh, there's possibly yeah, a UFO, yeah. maybe, and then all of a sudden it showed this nanny cam, and I went, what Bam. the fuck is <laughs> yeah. that? That's, uh, dude, that's what they do. Like they, they get you. And it to stops do, like, and it turns and it stares it at the fucking camera. Stares and it's got glowing I, damn eyes. There's more to oh. that video. Like if you actually, you've got Discovery Plus. Just check it out on yeah, there. Oh yeah, I'm checking it out. Uh, it shows because it takes photo, 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 and so yeah. you, it moves. It stop. It looks, oh, turns its head back toward the crib and stuff, and looks in on it. And I was like, get it, it the fuck out. I don't know what to think about it. It's got like fucking Jar Jar Binks features with a little bit of thickness in there. I don't mm. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Yeah, its eyes and mouth did not look... I mean, I don't know. I, I can't figure it. It could have been somebody in a suit. That's what my mind first went to. I was like, okay, oh, but would, that would not be a joke to your infant children. That would exactly. that's traumatize like, this child for the mm. rest of your life. I don't know. My, my my brother pulled some traumatizing jokes on me when I was a kid. So. Yeah, but this is toddler level, and they yeah. look at they open their eyes in their crib and they look up and see that thing looking down. Oh hell no! Oh my god! And they'd be they'd grow up to become serial killers, most likely. Yeah, which is what next week's episode of <laughs> Halloween Three Six Five podcast is going to be about, ladies and gentlemen. Oh man, let me we this. said we weren't going to jump into true crime. Because we're not. Just said that. <laughs> so, we're going to jump into the serial killers that inspired horror movies. I think that's a good way to do it. I, I think that's that's the H three six five way of doing it. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Because there's several of them out there. Oh man. Did you have any more uh, unsolved mysteries on your list? The only other thing that I had that I want to briefly go over. Um, and I may do a full uh, go over whenever we do our summer of adventure that we're going to be doing, which hasn't been announced yet for anybody Jeez. out there. We've got yeah, something that's kind of near so... and dear to our heart. Yeah. I'm excited for that one. Right. So took some blue get ready for them. <laughs> <laughs> They're not a sponsor uh, or anything. But... <laughs> <No>. <laughs> So I'll real briefly. I'm I'm gonna bring this up again. Yeah, blue chew. Uh, <laughs> the Nazi bill is what I wanted to bring up, and I don't want to go because we could go real deep on this. I just I guess I'm not gonna leave this open for discussion. I'm gonna yeah, leave this as a cliffhanger of a statement, and then we will come back to this on our uh, summer of adventure. Um. So the Nazi bill. This Nazi bill was a supposed top-secret Nazi scientific technological device, a secret weapon, or, as referred to in some places, the Wonder Waffle. Or the Wonder Waffle. Wonder Waffle. <laughs> I, I can make so the many The Wonder Waffle. Right <laughs> so um, many jokes about a Wonder Waffle could be made right now. So, like <laughs> the first 
description of this Nazi technology that was seen in the woods um, was described by a Polish journalist, uh, Igor. I uh, will not even try to butcher Igor. your name, sir. I'm not even going to try to butcher that name. Um, it was later popula- popularized by a military journalist, Nick Cook, who associated the, uh, it with a Nazi occultism. So, there are a lot of conspiracy theories on what it is. We know that Hitler, Bram Stoker, and a few others were part of a secret society where they believed that they could talk to aliens psychically and channel them. They played with the Ouija board a lot, and they did call on the aliens to come and rescue the master race that they put on Earth, which is what he claimed as the Aryans. So, uh, there's a theory that this was a possible spaceship. There is a theory that this was a time-traveling device so that he could travel not backward in time, although that is suggested that he traveled backward in time or forward in time to escape being captured or that he traveled forward in time until aliens actually made contact with earth um, has also been described as a anti-gravity weapon to affect enemy soldiers on the battlefield what any of it is you'll have to find out <laughs> Ooh. no it's a mystery Gentlemen, looks like the work of a ghost. Let's start by ruling out ghosts. All right, another good episode for us. Um, do you have anything to take us out on tonight? I do. I have a couple of small things to take us out on tonight. A couple of birthdays. Um, Jessica Chastain was born today, March 24th. She was in Dark Shadows, Mama, and Crimson Peak. Allison Hannigan, also known as Lily from How I Met Your Mother, but she was also Willow on the TV series of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Her birthday is today. Uh, Mean Mark Calloway, better known as The Undertaker, his birthday is today. Did you add the Mean Mark? Yeah, I think he actually used to wrestle by Mean Mark Calloway at one point. That sounds familiar, yeah. Yeah, and Steve McQueen, today is his birthday, and he starred in the original The Blob. Um, that's all I have for events on this day. There's a few movies, but not any that we're going to jump into. I do have some quick Halloween 365 news, though. Halloween Universal Horror Nights has released their dates for 2022. Scream 6 directors have announced that they are willing to risk it all and that you can subvert your expectations to who you think the next killer is going to be. That's interesting. I haven't heard that yet. Christina Ritchie joins Tim Burton's Adams Family Netflix series Wednesday, but she will not be playing Wednesday. And Scream 6 gets a release date for March 2023. Bam, bam, bam. Wait, that was mine. That's <laughs> him. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know what to think about that. Uh, so yeah, so no, no, no Wednesday, huh? 
Now she's gonna be in it, but she will not be Wednesday. That's Strange the last choice. report that I heard. So. Well, as always, people, uh, this is fun for us. We love doing this every week. Don't forget to go follow us, rate us. We need ratings, by God. We, we need ratings. Suggest uh, us to a friend. Yeah, suggest us to a friend, family Spread member, colleague. Uh, we got to make that list. This is the summer of the list, the spring of the list. This is this is the spring point mm-hmm. to the list. Maybe it should <laughs> be the year of the list. The year of the list. We're going for it. The year of the list. Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, don't don't forget to tune in next week. We're going to be talking about serial killers that inspired horror movies, and we've also got the summer of adventure coming up, as well as a few other things that we've got planned. So stay tuned. Keep it spooked. Listen to the ending.